Welcome to this week's edition of Sunday Morning Live from Fresh Fire Church. Today's message from Pastor Adam will encourage and strengthen your walk with Christ. If you would like to be a partner with Fresh Fire Church for $15 a month or more, become our patron on Podbean or visit freshfirechurch.net. And now, let's join the service. Hallelujah. I'm a walking wonder. Every person that Jesus ever touched and healed was a walking wonder. Haven't you ever looked at some people and said, I just wonder how they got to where they are. I wonder how they got so rich. I wonder how they turned their life around. Haven't you ever watched some people that just went through the worst of times and it just seems like they always come out smelling better? And you've looked at them and you thought, I wonder, what is their secret? You need to receive that word, I'm a walking wonder, that the life of Christ is at work in me, that I'll be a walking wonder, that everything that is wrong is being made right. Are you here? Everything wrong is is being made right. I'm a walking wonder. Every crooked way will be made straight. Every narrow place will be widened out. Amen. Every place that I've been bound, I'll be set free. I'm a walking wonder. Hallelujah. Let's just stay there for a moment. Maybe, maybe you need to receive it more by faith. I am a walking wonder. Hallelujah. 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 When you wake up tomorrow and maybe things don't look different or feel different, you just need to look at yourself in the mirror. I am a walking wonder. Declare and decree over yourself. The Bible says decree a thing and it shall be established. Uh, In other words, anything that God says in his word, I don't need to ask for anything that's not there. He said, decree a thing, decree anything I've already said, and it will be established in your life. But you and I have to make sure that we believe that by faith. Do you know how many times we're wanting God to move in places and asking him to move, but we really don't believe by faith. But he said, decree a thing. In other words, just say it. Say it and it shall be so. The same way in which when you and I are done praying and we end every prayer with amen. So, so many people don't even know what amen means. It just simply means, and so it shall be. In other words, Lord, I thank you that for, I'm asking that you would heal me in the name of Jesus. Amen. I'm asking that you would heal me in the name of Jesus. And so it shall be. Amen is you sealing it with by faith. And so that's why you and I need to to understand that you and I are walking wonders, that he is already at work in your life. He is at work in your life while we were praying up here. Maybe you could sense the Holy Spirit. Maybe you could not. I pray that you could on Pentecost Sunday. You need to believe that you are a walking wonder and keep decreeing until it's established. I said you need to keep decreeing until it is established, until it shows up. Keep believing. Keep saying it is so. Keep saying that I am healed. Keep saying that I am I am rich. Keep saying that I am whole. Keep saying everything that the Word of God has declared over you until it shows up fully in your life. I am. I shall be a walking wonder. Yes, I shall be a walking wonder that people will look and wonder how it happened. They will look and wonder how God did it. They will look and wonder how I got out of that mess. I am a walking wonder. Hallelujah, hallelujah. I am a walking wonder. 
a walking wonder. Mm. You can preach that today. I am a walking wonder. Wonder working power. Wonder working power. Are you blessed? Amen. Pentecost Sunday. Pentecost Sunday. Hmm. The day the Holy Spirit showed up. The day he introduced himself to the world. After Jesus says, I need to go. But I'll come again as another. One like me, but different. I am with you now, but soon I'll be in you. He told his disciples, you can see me now, but soon you won't see me. Soon, instead of me being with you, I'll be in you. Mm. Hallelujah. See, if you could grab a hold of that along with what we said, I am, there's wonder working power. I'm, I'm a I'm a walking wonder, then you would already know you are a walking wonder because he's already in you. I'm a walking wonder because he's not with me, he's in me. Because he's in me, it's already at work. He's already at work. Hallelujah. He's already at work. I, I might not see it yet. He, he might be within me, but he might be undercover. In other words, he's in me, therefore healing is in me, but it might be undercover. Breakthrough is in me, but it might be undercover. Are you hearing what I'm telling you? It just hadn't shown up yet. We'll help you understand it in the next few moments. I won't preach long because maybe some of you got to go picnic or whatever, but we're going to hear what this says the Lord. If you have your Bibles, turn into the book of John chapter 14. John chapter 14. Beginning in verse 16. When God goes undercover. That's what I'll title today. When God goes undercover. Oh, thank you, Lord. When God goes undercover. Thank you, Lord. John chapter 14, beginning at verse 16. 16 through 20. Here we go. Look what he says. And I will pray the Father, and he shall give you another comforter, that he may abide with you forever. Even the spirit of truth, whom the word cannot receive, because it seeth him not, neither knoweth him, but you know him. For he dwelleth with you and shall be in you. Look at that. For he dwelleth with you and shall be in you. I will not leave you comfortless. I will come to you. 
yet a little while and the world seeth me no more but you see me because I live you shall live also at that day you shall know that I am in my father and you in me and I in you hmm Look back up to verse 17. Verse 17 says, Even the Spirit of truth, whom the world cannot receive, because it seeth him not, neither knows him. But you know him, for he dwells with you and shall be in you. He shall be in you. He dwells with you and shall be in you. Hallelujah. In other words, he's saying there is a change coming. Jesus was giving some fair warning. There is a change coming. Soon he was saying, I'm with you right now, but soon I won't just be with you in person, but soon in a way which you might not understand right now, I'm going to be in you. There's a change coming. In other words, Jesus was saying, there's going to come a point where I'm going to go undercover. There's, there's going to come a point where I have to go undercover and I'll be at work and you won't see me. See, up to this point, the disciples were able to watch and be with Jesus when he would lay hands and heal. When he would touched blind Bartimaeus and when he would heal the lepers and when he would deliver the demon-possessed girl and they were able to be with him and see all all of those things and he says right now you know what it is to be with me but soon he said there's a change or there's a shift coming that that you won't be able to see me do this but soon I'll be in you doing this hallelujah see sometimes in life Uh, You've probably heard me use the analogy before that even sometimes in in this life, uh, uh, the uh, police or FBI or CIA agents, people sometimes in law enforcement, they'll go undercover. We've had undercover cops here at our church doing some spying on a a nearby business. And uh, I've pulled in and and, and he's like, hey, you know, I'm I'm a so-and-so from the police department. I'm just spying on what's happening across the street. I'm like, okay. So that's why you're in your pickup and not your patrol car, right? He wanted to blend in and look like everybody else. So for everybody here that's been ever done anything shady around the church, they're watching you. Hallelujah. Not just our cameras, but they might be undercover. Hallelujah. Lois, they've got your eyes. She, she worries about what we see on camera here at the church, uh, the security cameras. But, but how many of you know that sometimes the popo is just, they're present, they're just undercover. Some people think they can get away with things because they don't see the, 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 the Pennsylvania State Police or the Uniontown City Police. But sometimes they're watching. They're just undercover. Can you say amen? See, see, there are times law enforcement, they'll go undercover in order to get information they otherwise could not get. How I many you know if, 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 if a patrol car pulls in and parks in our parking lot to watch a business across the street, they're not going to be able to get the same information because people are going to see that car that they can get when they roll in in their F-150. Amen. 
So sometimes they'll, they'll roll in and they'll do some surveillance undercover. I'm going somewhere with you, all right? See, sometimes God likes to be at work in our lives and yet he'll do it undercover. Sometimes he doesn't like to make himself known or seen right away as he's gathering intelligence. Right. I, I don't walk around with a badge of saying who I am or, or what I am or any of those things, right? Sometimes if, if people knew who you were right away, they wouldn't say some of the things they say around you. They wouldn't be authentic and they wouldn't be themselves, right? And so sometimes it, it's nice if you and I, how many have ever been in a grocery store and you ever heard a conversation and people didn't recognize you or know you were there or you were in the house or walked up on a conversation, people didn't know you were there. But had they known that you were nearby or had they known you were there, you, they never would have said what you heard them say. Can you hear what I'm saying? Hallelujah. You, you were there, but maybe you were just slightly undercover. Hallelujah. And so therefore, you were able to obtain some information that you otherwise would not be able to obtain. Hallelujah. This is Pentecost Sunday. Hallelujah. Pentecost Sunday. Commemoration of what happened between Passover and Pentecost Sunday. The commemoration 50 days since the 50 days have gone by since we've seen Jesus death, burial, resurrection since gone on to sit at the right hand of the Father Pentecost Sunday, the coming the day the, the Holy Spirit shows up think back this way, Pentecost Sunday shows up in Acts chapter 2 yes, but 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 I want you to consider something if we look back into the Old Testament because everything that God decided to do uh, even before, but while bringing Jesus in the earth and coming in the form of man, God sort of tried it all out before. Everything God ever did, he sort of did it on a trial run. And so uh, Passover, uh, when we think of Passover, think about to the Old Testament. Uh, it, the Old Testament says, when I see the blood, I will pass over. When I see blood on the doorpost, how many of you remember what I'm talking about? I, I have to give you some abbreviations here today because we're running out of time. Jesus said, before I, 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 I complete my full plan, I need to try it out. I need to give it all a test run. And so Jesus said, I, I, I want to try this thing out. And so uh, Passover in the Old Testament said, whenever I see the blood, remember, he said, when I see the blood on the doorpost, when I, or when I see the sacrifice, the death angel will pass over you. And so the Bible says the death angel passed over the children of Israel because the blood was a sign that death had already been there. Now watch this. The death angel, when the death angel came and saw blood on the doorpost, he would pass over anywhere where he saw the blood because it was a sign that death had already been there, that a price had already been been paid. I said, when the death angel passed over and saw the blood, it was a sign that death had already been there. It went, 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 when the angel saw the blood, it was evidence that, that death had already been there, that something had already paid the price. It was God saying, I, I'm trying to try this out. Here, I, I'm going to try this out, that, that death will show up undercover, that I can show up undercover. So he was trying this out even in the, in the Old Testament. And so what, 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 what was once Passover in the Old Testament becomes the cross in the New Testament church. Jesus becomes the sacrificial lamb. Hallelujah. 
Jesus dying in my place. All the things that you and I should have gotten that we deserved because of our actions and even maybe because of our behavior, we didn't get because Jesus stood in for us. The blood covered us. And so it's a representation that when justice tried to get me, mercy made justice bow down. That, that's what happened in the Old Testament with the children of Israel, right? That's what happened when, when, when the death angel came to bring justice, mercy made justice bow down. Are you hearing me? When I see the blood, I'll pass over you. Jesus being our sacrificial lamb, every time something should have happened to you that didn't happen to you, every time you, you, you should have reaped the, 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 paid the price for something that you did wrong, Jesus says, nope, nope, I've already paid the price for that. So it, 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 justice will pass over you because mercy steps in. Are you hearing what I'm saying? In other words, you and I would be surprised what should have killed us or what should have gotten us, what should have gotten a hold of us, what should have took us out, but, 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 but actually passed over us in this life because of the blood. There are things that, that have happened to you and I. There are things that should have happened to you and I that didn't happen to you and I because of the blood. Uh, just, like, just like in the Old Testament, just like uh, Jesus dying on the cross, there are some things that we should have paid the price for. There are some things that should have happened to us, but that did not happen to us, that we probably don't even know about, that, that, that should have gotten a hold of you and I, but... Be, but but passed over us because of the blood. Just like in the Old Testament, when, when it saw the blood, it passed over us. In other words, when the enemy often has come looking for some of us in this place, he, he had to pass over because he saw the blood. Are you still with me today? I, I got to give you a little background before we get to the good part. And so, so every time the enemy will, 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 will want to come for you, or every time that justice wants to be able to make you and I pay the price, mercy makes justice bow down. Huh? Hallelujah. Because Jesus Jesus identified himself as the Passover lamb. So when it does come into our life, when it, just, when it does say, I, I'm going to try to get a hold of Adam, it has to pass over because Jesus identified himself as the Passover lamb. And because of what Jesus did, it has to pass over my life. It can't really get me. It may try to get me, but it can't get me because Jesus, because, because when, when it sees the blood, it has to pass over. Are you still with me? Pentecost. 50 days, 50 days past Passover, all right? Seven weeks have gone by. The 50th day, hallelujah. The eighth, the beginning of the eighth week, eight in scripture meaning new beginnings. Hallelujah, how many have just needed to, to, for something new to begin in your life? This is what it is, eight weeks. since we've celebrated the death, burial, resurrection, right, of Jesus Christ. How many of you remember, right? So it, it's been, it, it, we're, we're just headed into the eighth week since, since all of that. This is God saying, remember in the text that we read, he said, I am with you, but soon I won't be with you. Soon I'll be in you. He was letting them know that there is a new beginning coming. He was prophesying to them that there was a shift coming some of the things that we've been praying about some of the things that we've been living and enduring what this is is the beginning of a shift can somebody say amen what this is is the beginning of wonder working power 
Oh, how God has connected some of the things he's doing already in this service with his word today. He, he was prophesying even then. In the text, he was talking to a woman, but he was prophesying in, even then. I am with you now, but soon I won't be with you. Soon I'll be in you. Soon there is a shift coming, a, a, a brand new season in your life where, where, where I can't just walk with you, but soon I will be in you. It, it's a brand new season. It's a, it's a season of shiftings. Hallelujah. And so... And in other words, he's saying there's a, a, a day of new beginnings. What today is, is the beginning of new beginnings. Hallelujah. It's a brand new day. That's what eight means. It's the number of new beginnings. Hallelujah. The number of new beginnings. You are now entering the eighth week since the death, burial, resurrection of Jesus Christ, since we celebrated all that. In other words, God says, now I want to do a brand new thing. It's been 50 days since we celebrated the death, burial, and resurrection. Now I want to begin to do something brand new in you. I want to begin to do some wonder-working things in your life. Are you still with me? And so the Bible says if we would jump over to the book of Acts, we're not going to for the sake of time. But in the book of Acts chapter 2, it says when the day of Pentecost had fully come. When the day of Pentecost had fully come. In other words, when God had passed over all of your mess so that you could have a brand new beginning. In other words, when the day had Pentecost had fully come, when all the things took place that needed to take place, when the day of Pentecost had fully come, when, when, when everything was in the right place at the right time, when the day of Pentecost had fully come, when, when you and I have finally gotten to the end of ourselves, when, when God passed over all of the, our mess, when God passed over all the things that we had been going through, hallelujah. See, in order to go from Passover to Pentecost, we have to follow, follow the path that, that, that Jesus has laid out for us in order for God to be able to shift some things. Understand it this way. Up till now, G G Jesus says, I, I, I have done things with you. Up to this point, Jesus says, I've done things with you. I've turned the water into wine with you. I've turned, I, 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 I healed the 10 lepers with you. I healed blind Bartimaeus with you. I raised Lazarus from the dead with you. He did it so you could see it. But watch this. He did all of those things, Jesus was saying, so that, so that they could see it, so that they could get to know him, so that they could get to the chance to recognize him and sense him and know his voice. But Jesus was getting ready to go undercover, and he won't be with you anymore, but instead he'll be in you. Hallelujah. Say, somebody's still with me today. He says, so, so there's going to come this time where I won't be with you, but I'll be in you. When the day of Pentecost had fully come, Jesus was no longer with them. He had already been gone, but he told them, I, I need you to go on. And when you get into Jerusalem, he said, there, there will come a day when I will be not just be with you, but I'll be in you. And so they went there and they were tarrying and they were waiting and chaos and things were breaking out in the city. And they were probably getting frustrated, wondering, God, where are you? Jesus, what in the world? You told us to come here. You told us to wait on you. You said that you would show up, but we're not seeing you. But the Bible says that in Acts chapter 2, when the day of Pentecost had fully come, that they were all in one place in one accord. All in one place in one accord, giving God praise, giving God glory, maybe singing, maybe shouting and praying. Hallelujah. 
they had come together in a place of unity, still wondering when he's going to show up, wondering, God, in the midst of all the chaos that is breaking out in the city, God, where are you? You said you would be with us, but then you said you're going to be in us, God. We need to understand this, but, but Lord, we're going to give you praise anyway. Jesus had set them up, preparing them that he was going to go undercover. I'll be, I am with you now, but soon I'm going to be in you. You're not going to see me anymore, but instead I'll be in you. Hallelujah. Instead, I'll be in you. Hallelujah. In other words, Jesus showing up in disguise in Adam's life. Jesus showing up in disguise in Ramona's life. Jesus showing up in disguise in Lois's life. Hallelujah. Jesus showing up in, in, in disguise in, in, in undercover in Cynthia's life. Are you seeing what I'm saying? See, sometimes God will go undercover to accomplish his purpose. See, I think we often forget that, that, that we're just not in this life all by ourselves, but, but that we are housing him, that he, he lives within us. He's just undercover. Sometimes people just see you, but they don't see the God that is in you. Are you hearing what I'm saying? People don't realize that when you walk in the room, he just walked in the room. See, if you and I would start getting a revelation of why Jesus said, you, right now I am with you. This is why a lot of people, they'll say, oh, I bet it was nice to live in the days of Jesus. You're crazy. It is so much better because you had to be in his presence to really be able to enjoy and take advantage of the miracles that Jesus did. It is better that you and I get the chance to be in the hour that we are in because he's not just with us. We don't have to wait on him to walk in the room. He lives and dwells on the inside of you and I. Are you hearing what? He's with me. He's in me and he's undercover. Are you hearing what I'm saying? You might see me walk in the room and think, oh, it's just him. But what you don't realize is the God that we serve lives and dwells on the inside of me. He is just undercover. Are you hearing what I'm saying? And so while I might walk with a limp sometimes, that don't don't be misunderstand me. God still lives within me. He's just undercover. He just hasn't revealed himself fully yet. Are you starting to understand where I'm going today? Uh, sometimes we get so frustrated with our life where it's not working and we get so frustrated because you're trying to live your life for you. You're trying to live your life about your comfort and what makes you feel good. And Jesus is just sort of hanging out there saying, hey, have you forgotten that, hey, I'm like around? Have you forgotten that I'm here? When are you going to understand I'm here? I'm undercover. I don't want to always live in disguise. I want to be a wonder working God. I want that wonder working power. That, that happened on the cross to show up in your life. When are you, you going to allow me to play peekaboo? Hello? When are you going to allow me to play peekaboo? Are you hearing what I'm saying? Oh, come on. You all can't be that old. You forgot what peekaboo is. Now, I'm bigger than this little modesty cloth that we'll throw on you when when you fall under the power, right? But, but, but this is what we do with God. We sort of play peekaboo. And, and, and we live our life for ourselves. It's all about us. It's all about what we're going through. It's all about uh, what I'm experiencing. And it's all about the pain that I'm in. And we forget that he who lives on the inside of us, that we forget the words of Jesus, I am with you now, but soon I will be in you. Soon the power in the miracles that you saw me do, that you had to be with me to see. That's what he was saying. Those sort of power miracles, that kind of power. 
that miracle working power. See, you had to be with me to experience it. But, but soon he's saying, I'll be in you and that power will be in you and you won't have to be with me to see it happen, all right? And in other words, in order to see, uh, before the days of television, right? Now, Lois remembers what that was like, hallelujah. Before the days of television, you and I had to listen to a sports game. We had to listen to the Steelers, right? On radio and all huddle around the radio, or you had to be at a game to be able to see it, right? It's a whole different experience when you go to a ball game like that than watching it on TV or huddled around the radio, right? You have to be there to really experience the energy of a ball game. Or, or Angela likes to go to a pirate game. It's a whole different energy at a pirate game, Angela, than it is watching it on TV. It's boring on TV. I'm, I'm sorry. I, I, I get bored with it on TV, right? You got to be there, right? There's nothing like being there. And so... It, it, it's sort of like that. You, you kind of have to be there to understand it. People can watch online and we're glad they're able to watch, but church is never the same online as it is when you're here. It's never the same on TV as it is here. You, you just miss the atmosphere. You miss the presence. You miss the energy of being with people. You can sit on your porch and watch church, but it's not the same as it is being here. You, you, you'll never really be able to sense and feel the anointing at home like you will when you're here, all right? And so Jesus was saying right now, now I am with you, but right now I am with you, but soon I'm going to be in you. See, many of the church, I think we have forgotten that he is in me. He's in me. The devil has caused us to really forget who we are, remember? And so we, we've allowed uh, the enemy to sort of knock us down and defeat us. But see, in the Old Testament, the, 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 the Bible says that when the death angel come, when he saw the blood, he would pass over. See, when the devil comes, he should see the blood and pass over. But what we allow, it, because we just sort of keep Jesus covered. I know that's probably better for some of us. For, for, for those of you, I, I, all right? It, maybe it's a better thing. Watch. This is what we do. We, we, we sort of keep ourselves hidden. And so the enemy comes into our life to try to attack. And, and, and we're not really operating in the fullness and understanding, hallelujah, uh, of the goodness and the greatness of God and letting God really be God of our life. And so the enemy comes in and attacks us. And so he comes in and he, he's not seeing the blood right away. But the Bible says, when I see the blood, I'll pass over. And so what you and I need to remember is he who dwells on, on the inside of us. He, Jesus said, I am with you, but soon I will be in you. Soon I will be in you. In other words, the same power, the same healing that, that you saw me do, it, it, you are going to have access and it be available to you on the inside of you. And so Jesus says, I need must go. I need to go so the power that you see operating on the outside can be operating on the inside. And so there'll be a wonder working power. And so church, what you and I've got to be able to do is not keep Jesus covered. What you and I've got to do is make sure that, that we're not trying to hide behind it or, or try to still touch Jesus on the outside, but realize that he is living on the inside of you and I, the power of the Holy Ghost. There is a power that you and I have access to. And so the Bible says that in Acts chapter two, when the day of Pentecost had fully come, hallelujah, they were all in one place in one accord, amen, praying and singing and, and believing God for 
for all of these things. Hallelujah. Soon I, I am with you, but soon I am going to be in you. you. You don't see me anymore, but instead I'm going to be in you. Are you hearing what I'm saying? And so what, 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 what they were waiting to be able to, they, they weren't sure what that really meant, but as they were praying, the Bible says, as then suddenly there was a sound as of a rushing mighty wind, and they began to speak in other tongues, and flames of fire sat upon each of their heads, all right? So in other words, what, what the power that once was available on the outside, the power of Jesus on the outside, now begin to show up in their life inside. That's why suddenly they begin to speak in new tongues like they have never talked in before as evidence of the Holy Spirit, right? We, we talk about people being baptized in the Holy Ghost with the evidence of speaking in tongues. That, that is how you know someone is baptized in the Holy Ghost. The evidence is they're speaking in tongues. That the evidence is they're tapped into the power source. The evidence is there, 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 there's, that, there's that, 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 that power that was with them, now in them, an operation. Hallelujah. This is why every believer should seek the baptism of the Holy Spirit. I don't want to get to preaching that, but every believer should seek the baptism of the Holy Spirit. Why? Because that's where the power is. It's not enough that you get saved, and it's not enough that you get baptized, but every believer should seek the baptism of the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. With the evidence of speaking in tongues, because that's how you are going to be guided. That's how you're going to be directed. That's you tapping into the power source. That's him not just living on the inside, but now taking over control. That, that's him not, not, just, not just taking up residence in you and being, oh, look, I'm cute. I'm saved. That's you and I having the unction of the Holy Spirit, like I told you when I walked by that woman last week on the street, and I walked by, and the Lord said, no, pray with her, and I turned around. There was the Holy We'll just switch microphones. It just quit. Devil doesn't see. The devil does not want us to talk about the baptism of the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. We're going to do it anyway. The devil does not like the baptism and the movement of the Holy Spirit. You do know that. That's why there is such a, a an attack against it. That's why there's a lot of churches who don't believe in it. That's why a lot of people won't lo- want me to come preach at their church because we'll start talking in tongues and crazy things will start happening. Yeah, somebody might actually get saved or healed or delivered, right? Uh, but that, a lot of people don't talk about it because it's not popular anymore because we, we want to try to understand everything. We want to try to figure everything out. Amen. But but God has set up in, in his word ways to know whether those things are right or not. W- ways to know whether someone's a fraud or not. So while you sit there with your judgmental attitude, oh, I just don't believe in that. You just don't believe in it because you've never made yourself fully available to the Holy Spirit. Because you want to be in control. You don't want God because you're afraid if God really takes over control of your life, you can't do the things you want to do anymore. Oh, see, I just read your mail. That's why most churches and a lot of people are like, oh, that's not for today. Then you didn't, they don't know your Bible. I have taught you the only book of the Bible that is still being written today is the book of Acts. It is. And you and I are in it. That's why I said, what is it going to say about you? What's it going to say about Fresh Fire Church? What's it going to say about you? What's it going to say about me? It's the only book of the Bible that is still being written. And so you and I need to make ourselves fully available. That's why Jesus had said to them, watch this, Jesus has said to them when he got ready to leave, I am with you now, but soon I'm going to be in you. He says, I've gone as far as I can go with you as, to Bethany. But what I need, because uh, my physical body is wearing out. He said, I've gone as far as I can go with you, but I need you to go without me. 
but when I get there, I'll meet you there. I'm just going to come in a different form. I'm with you now, but soon I will be in you. Now, watch this. Uh, I, I, I would do an illustration, but, but, but for the sake of time, I can't. Watch this. Jesus t- tells the disciples, and folks, he says, I, I'm with you right now. You can see me right now. But, but, but I need you to go on from Bethany and go on down to Jerusalem. And when you get there, just wait. Just wait on me. I'm with you, but soon I will be in you. And so they go on down and travel without him, not seeing him, getting there, waiting and saying, he said, he, he said somehow he's going to show up in us, that we're going to know, we're going to have a knowing and an understanding that, that, that we will know that he is, he is in the Father, the Father is in him, and that he is in us. We're gonna, that's what he said in the text, right? He said, we're, we're, we're going to know. And so they get there, and then here it happens about 50 days later. 50 days later, they're there, and they're praying, and they're singing, and they're believing God, according to Acts chapter 2. When the day of Pentecost had fully come, they were all in one place, in one accord, in unity. And suddenly, a sound of a rushing mighty wind. In other words, this this is where Jesus says, you're not going to see me, but you're going to sense me. You're not going to see me in the physical anymore, but instead I'm going to be in you. This is where he says, this is what we're saying earlier when he was prophesying, there's a shift coming. You're not going to see me in the tangible anymore, but now you're going to be able to sense me. Now, now that, that's why how you and I are able to sense him in the presence. When we, when we start singing and worshiping God, we'll sense he's near. It's not just goosebumps. It's not just a cheap thrill like that. It's not just uh, uh, goose pimples or any of those things. Sometimes a stillness or a hush or sometimes a great shout of a praise will erupt. Or sometimes some people will get radical in the worship. That's him showing up in someone. He's not here in the natural to where you can see, but he'll manifest himself in ways of which you'll know that it's him. How do you know that it's him? Because it will represent itself according to the fruit of the Spirit. It will, it will come in a form of love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, right? It, it'll show up in a manner that, that it, 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 it will edify the church. It's not trying, it, the person's not trying to get attention for themselves, but instead they're giving all attention to God. See, that's what tongues does. Tongues is not about a person who speaks in it. Tongues is about us giving edification to God. Are you hearing what I'm telling you? That's why any time somebody gives a message in tongues and they're edifying themselves, shut them up. Because it will never edify themselves, but it will always edify God. Uh huh. There have been times people do have tried to move in the gifts of spirit, and it's been out of line, not according to scripture, and just go over and I'll just tap, tap them, and they know, shut up. This is not the time. This is your flesh, and this is not the spirit. It has happened in this house. Some of you have had to see me do it. Or if, or if they're real loud, and I'm up here, and they're back there, I'm saying, hey, hey, enough, enough, enough. Why? Because when he shows up, he'll always exalt the Father. He'll never exalt someone to be a platform celebrity. Right? He'll never exalt and, and, and try to give a word that is selfish. And so that when they were all in one place and one mind and one accord, and the day of Pentecost had fully come, suddenly there was a sound as of a rushing mighty wind. This is what Jesus was saying when he said, 
right now I'm with you, but soon I will be in you. In other words, I'm with you right now, but there's going to come a point where you're not going to see me, but you're just going to know that I'm there. This is why it is so important that you and I seek the baptism of the Holy Spirit because we need to know that He is there. We need to know that He is with us because when, when He is dwelling on the inside of you, He will give you supernatural wisdom from heaven. He will warn you of danger before danger happens. Are you hearing? He'll cause you to take a different route to church. You say, I don't know what it was. That was the Holy Spirit telling you, don't go the way that you were planning because I'm warning you there is danger on that road. There's going to be a bad accident or he delayed you in some way. Some of you know what I'm talking about. He delayed you in some way. And when you finally, if you had left, when you left, you would have been in that accident. But because you got delayed, that was the Holy Spirit saying, ah, see, I was with you but because I can't be with you I am in you that was me speaking to you saying hey slow down I'm trying to be I'm trying to cover you so danger so death can't get to you right that, that, that's what he's doing he said that's why I need to be in you that's why I want to be in you hallelujah thank you Jesus you're not going to see me anymore but instead I'm going to be in you in other words it's Jesus in disguise in me See, you might see just me, but it is Jesus in disguise. It, it is our Heavenly Father in disguise in me. I know some, preach, some people preach that makes us little gods. No, 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 no. I am not a little god. I'm not preaching that to you today. What I'm saying is that he, he dwells within me, all right? That gives you and I access to a power that is greater than me. Hallelujah. That, that's why whenever I walk into the room, he just walked in the room. That's why you and I need to start realizing how awesome it is and the power that you and I pack, that, that, that you and I can walk into a war zone and the Holy Spirit just walked in with you. Not that, that does not make you a God. That does not make you as powerful as the Godhead. No, it just means because you have allowed yourself to be a living sacrifice, He dwells on the inside of you. Jesus said, I, I want to be able to not just be with you, but I want to be able to be with everybody who's a part of my kingdom all at once and be able to move. Think about how awesome that is, that you and I can endure and, and experience the presence of Almighty God here, and someone around the world right now in the same moment can endure the presence of the Holy Spirit also, because he, he doesn't, he, we, we don't need him to be in our presence. He's in our presence because he's within us. Are you here? Isn't that awesome? See, there are other people that serve gods that they've got to bow at a certain time of day and face a certain direction in order to get their God's attention. I'm grateful that I can just sit down, have a cup of coffee, and have a conversation with God because He's in me. I'm grateful that when I don't know what to do, the God of all wisdom dwells on the inside of me. I don't have to worry and I don't have to fear because He dwells within me. Are you starting to hear what I'm saying? Some of you need to remember who you are. You got saved. You laid down your life so that you could be covered by the blood so that when death tried to come get you, it couldn't get you. But beyond that, Jesus said, I was with you, but now I'm not going to be with you. I'm going to be in you. In other words, you need to remember there is an undercover miracle living on the inside of you. There is an undercover blessing living on the inside of you because everything that Jesus is isn't just out here. It is now inside of you. Is somebody here when I'm trying to tell you today? See, while we're spending a lot of time praying and seeking God and trying to get God to move and trying to get some financial increase or all of the things that God's word has promised you and I, he said it's already in you. 
It's living undercover. It, the reason it's not manifesting is because we're trying to play peekaboo and not let him fully show up. We're still trying to live and control our life. We're still trying to control our church services, let alone try to, to, try to let God have full liberty in our life. And so he said, I'm with you. See, they, they experienced healing and miracles and deliverance when, when Jesus was walking the earth, right? But the only way they experienced it was when Jesus was in their midst because when they tried, they failed. They couldn't cast the devil out. And Jesus says, let, let me just get out of my way. Let me show you how it's done. And he gave them a lesson on faith. And they needed to learn the lesson on faith. And he says, oh, ye of little faith. Right. He rebuked their lack of faith. He rebuked them because he said, if you can't believe now while I'm walking there, how are you going to believe then when I'm dwelling on the inside of you and you have access to the power anytime that you want it? Anytime that you need it. See, Jesus, they were able to see the power at work whenever Jesus walked on the water or when Jesus spoke peace to a storm. But now that same power that they had, to, it was like a person you have to be in the midst of, right? But now that power lives on the inside of them because of the day of Pentecost. That's what you and I have to begin to realize, that, 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 that God has showed up undercover in our lives. So every healing you need, every miracle that you need, every breakthrough that you and I will ever need or have need of, it dwells on the inside of you and I. I said it dwells on the inside. It's in our life. It's just been undercover. Maybe we haven't fully had the revelation and the understanding of how awesome it really is that the miracle I've needed, I don't need him to come and touch me. It's already here because he lives on the inside of me. I just need it to be released and to manifest in my life. Listen to me. When the day of Pentecost had fully come, the Bible says they were all in one place and one accord. They were in unity. And suddenly, in other words, when they were all together giving God praise and giving God glory and lifting up his name and praising and calling upon the name of the Lord in unity. It says, then suddenly there was a sound as of a rushing mighty wind. Another word, and, and flames of fire sat up on each of their heads. Not literal fire, but it looked like fire. In other words, when their praise got just right, when their prayer life got just right, when they got into the right amount of unity, that's when suddenly happened. Or you hear, that's why this says they were all in one place in one accord. When, they, when unity had finally come to the body of Christ, in other words, when they finally got to a place where they were hungry enough, when they finally got to a place where they were desperate enough, when they finally got to a place where, 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 where they, were, they were desperate to see God show up and show off, where he would live within them in the manner they were, that's when suddenly there was a sound as of a rushing mighty wind and, 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 and fire sat up on each of their heads. Hallelujah, hallelujah. So what, what am I trying to tell you? That anything that, that's undercover, it does not yet appear what it shall be in other words in other words it's not over it's not over yet in my life it's just undercover are you hearing what i'm telling you uh, it's see we get really discouraged in the body of christ because we're not seeing things happen when we want them but what you need to understand is it's not that it's over it's just been undercover there are some things that god can't show up or release to us until it's time that's why jesus says i want you to go on jerusalem and i want you to wait and they were waiting and waiting and waiting and things were happening and breaking out in that city they probably wondered is he ever really going to show up in us like he said their, their faith was probably getting to a place but God was waiting till they got to a desperate place. 
God was waiting till it looked like it was about to be over. God was waiting until it looked like, I always said God likes to show up and show off. Or that God likes to show up in the midnight hour, at the 11th hour, right? God likes to show up in the last few moments that there is to make uh, cause a miracle to spring forth. Are you still hearing what I'm trying to tell you? That God is a God that operates undercover. And so anything that's undercover, it's, it, it, it does not yet appear what it shall be. See, you don't know that that undercover police officer is an undercover police officer when they're sitting in their F-150 in the church parking lot. You only know that when they step out of the, uh, out of the truck and Ramona, he flashes his badge at you and says, Ramona, you are under arrest. You have the right to remain silent. Anything you say can and will be, right? Then you know that was, a, that was the popo. He's just been here undercover. Are you hearing what I'm telling you? Some of you and I need to understand that God has been at work in your life. He just hasn't flashed his badge yet. Are you hearing what I'm saying? That, that it doesn't matter what it looks like. They were all in one place and one accord. And the city was, was in a wreck. The city was not in a good place. There was division and things all around. Let me, let me put it another way. When, when all the religious people had finally killed Jesus, they thought that they had victory when they killed Jesus. And what they didn't know is that their evil was working for God. And so what they didn't know is they were, they were doing what God needed them to do. Remember, God, God tested everything out with Joseph in the Old Testament. He, he said but the, the, his brothers are going to hate him just like religious people are going to hate my son Jesus. People are going to try to kill him just like, just like they're going to try to kill me. And so he tried it all out, right? And so when, 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 we, we get, when, when, they, when they kill Jesus on the cross, all the religious people and Everybody said, yeah, yeah, we, we got him. And they thought that they had had the victory. What they didn't know is in that moment, Jesus just went undercover. That's why the Bible says that, that when, after they had crucified him, they wanted to bury him quickly. They wanted to bury the body because they thought once they bury the body, it's over. What they didn't know is that when they buried the body, that Jesus didn't need the body anymore because now Jesus was moving undercover. What they didn't know and what they could not see is that while, while it looked like his body had died, he, the very Spirit of God, went and got the keys to death, hell, and the grave. God was working undercover while it looked like they had won the victory. Are you hearing what I'm saying? So in other words, it's not, it's not over yet. It's just undercover. There are some areas of our life sometimes that we think it's over or that it will never get any better. No, 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 my friend. It's just undercover. See, you're healed. It's just undercover. You're delivered. It's just undercover. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're prosperous. It's just undercover. You're already delivered, but it's just undercover. That's why Jesus says, I have been with you, but soon I will be in you. Amen. There is wonder working power in the blood of the Lamb. And so what, 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 what was operating on the outside is now operating on the inside. Are you hearing what I'm telling you? And so everything that, that, that God is, everything that Jesus is, everything that we've ever seen him be able to do is now at work on the inside of you. You say, well, I'm not seeing it show up yet. That's because it's undercover. It's not been revealed yet, but, but there will come a time. There will come a day. Just like today is the beginning of a brand new, new beginning, right? 50 days have passed over and it's a brand new day. It's a brand new day of, of, of new beginning. Hallelujah. 
And it might look like there are some areas and some things in your life that has the victory, just like they thought they had the victory when they got rid of the body of Jesus in, in the tomb. Hallelujah. But they, and even though they didn't realize that when they got rid of the body of Jesus that he was working undercover. Hallelujah. Just like the physical body led them out as far as Bethany and, and that's as far as he could go with them and, 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 they, and they had to go on to Jerusalem. When they got to Jerusalem, then God who was with them would now moved to the inside of them. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And you and I will be in one place in one accord singing about God, worshiping about him. And then suddenly he will come to the movement on the inside of you. And, and when you and I get to a place where we're praising him just right, when we're praying to him just right, or when you and I shout hallelujah just right, he will show up like he did on the day of Pentecost in you. That's why you and I need to not quit praising. That's why you and I can't quit, quit praying. That's why you and I can't stop believing. But the day will come when he, he that was with you will show up in you like he did on the day of Pentecost. Hallelujah. And what was with them will show up in us. Hallelujah. Breakthrough will show up. Healing will show up. A miracle will show up. Hallelujah. That's why it says on the day of Pentecost that fully come. They were all in one place in one accord suddenly. In other words, it will suddenly show up in your life. Don't you dare for a minute believe what you were seeing in your natural eye because what you need to remember is he that was with them now lives in you. Therefore, healing is within you. It's just undercover. The miracle is in you. It's just undercover. Are you hearing what I'm trying to tell you? In other words, do not be discouraged. Do not be dismayed. Do not have a nervous breakdown about what is wrong in your life. Hallelujah. Because he dwells within you. Greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. That's what the Bible says. Some of you need to get a hold of that. So be gone with depression. Be gone with feeling sorry for myself. Be gone with wondering if my body is going to give out on me. Be gone with worrying about my high blood pressure or my diabetes. Are you hearing what I'm telling you? Because greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. Hallelujah. In other words, there's something in me that's not just shown up yet. It's there. It's just been undercover. But when I get to the point where I pray just right and I praise just right, he's going to show up suddenly just like he did on the day of Pentecost. Come on, somebody. Hallelujah. See, your victory is in you. Hallelujah. We, we don't have to call down uh, at a certain time of day in a certain direction for God to show up on our behalf. He lives and dwells on the inside of you. Hallelujah. He lives and dwells on the inside of you. That's why you and I need to be excited about the word of, of the living God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Be excited about you and I are carrying him with you and with you and I wherever we go. I don't have to wait on him to show up, but I bring him. I don't have to wait for the presence of God to enter this place. I bring the the presence of God. Amen. Wherever I go, when, when I begin to pray, he is already there because he, he dwells on the inside of me. So what am I trying to tell you? Do not fear. Do not be dismayed. Do not allow yourself to be discouraged. And, not, and do not believe all the whispers of the enemy that would try to discourage you and cause you to live in fear and doubt and unbelief because greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. That's what this day is all about. We don't have to serve a God or a statue, but the God that we serve dwells within you and I. That's what the Bible declares, that he dwells on the inside of you and I. So to every problem that you were facing, you, you just brought God into it when you showed up. 
to every healing that you are in standing in need of. He, he is already in the midst of your sickness. Hallelujah. He is going to show up suddenly. Keep praising him. Keep believing. Keep praying. Keep asking. Are you hearing me? what I'm telling you? Because that's what they were doing when they were all in one place in one accord praying and singing and praising God and shouting and, and not knowing when he's going to show up. But they were in one place. Suddenly he showed up. Suddenly he showed up and what was with them now showed up in them. And they began to speak in other tongues. Flames of fire sat up on each of them. And the Bible says that the church grew that day by, by thousands of people. Because of the power, because of what they lived with was now in them. In other words, your life will be set on fire if you will allow God to show up instead of keeping him covered up. Allowing him to be seen. Allow him to show up in your circumstance. Hallelujah. He's there. He's just undercover. He's there. He's just undercover. He's in your marriage. He's just undercover. He's in your sickness. He's just been undercover. Hallelujah. Because I am with you, but soon I will be in you. Are you, are you understanding where I'm at today? Hallelujah. I, 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 I can't keep, I can't go any further. There's, there's more to this that I, I'd love to lay out for you, but watch this. I, you and I don't have to meet God at a certain time of day we don't have to worship a Buddha statue and rub his belly we don't have to do any yeah I'm making fun because it's, it's craziness people believe there's power in that statue or in that thing or power in a certain time of day not understanding that, that, that we have access to a power that is bigger than that, any of that and it's in you it is in you God said, I don't want you to have to be in my presence to be a beneficiary of what I can do. Instead, I want to bring the presence to you so that you can be the beneficiary of everything that I am. Did you see what I said? He said, I want to bring the presence to you. And so that's what the day of Pentecost was. It's when he brought his presence to us. And so everything that you stand in need of, it's in you. It's showing up right now. It's been undercover. It's been undercover. You're going to see wonder work and power revealed in your life if you'll let him work in your life. There is power, power, wonder work and power. It's in there. It's just been undercover. My healing is in here. It's just been undercover. My blessing is in there. It's just been undercover. Hallelujah. The miracle, it's in there. It's just been undercover. See, the disciples didn't know that, that he was in there because he was undercover until he showed up. See, you won't know that he's been in there necessarily all that time. You, you might not know right away that he's working your healing out because he's undercover, but he's at work with it right now. He's undercover. So I, sometimes our doctor's reports don't catch up with where our faith is. Because God's in there working it all out. And then one day we'll show up and they say, I don't understand what happened. And, and yet, you know, because God was working undercover. Right. God was working undercover. So everything that you're worrying about, he's working it out right now undercover. You can't see it. They can't see it. Others may not see it. But I'm undercover. But there will come a day when God's just going to show up and flash his badge. Hallelujah. 
and arrest everything that does not belong in your life. Everything that is at work in your life that is not a part of who he is. Or someone hear what I'm saying. Hallelujah. And, and, so, and so just like the Passover, when the, when the death angel come, it'll have to pass over. Because Jesus will stand up and say, oh, no, no, this one's mine. Cancer tried to get you, but nope. Sickness will try to take you out, but Jesus will stand up and say, no, 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 I'm here. I've just been undercover. Hallelujah. When Jesus shows up and flashes his badge, hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah. We are secret agents of change. I believe that you and I are a secret agent of change. It's coming. It's coming. He's dwelling on the inside of you. But he is undercover. And everything that you stand in need of is undercover. Hallelujah. Let's just close right there. There's a spirit of faith in this place. And I want you and I, as we get ready to leave this place and exit and enjoy our holiday weekend, and you're going to picnic and you're going to probably fellowship with some people. I want you, wherever you go and whatever you do, I want you to start identifying that you are a secret agent of change. You're carrying a badge. You just haven't flashed it yet. Think about that. You're carrying a badge. You just didn't flash it yet. We might have to get something created, a badge. I'm not kidding you. So do you have something physical that you can be tangible, that you're able to touch and cling to, realize that it'll help you remember who you are. It'll help you remember that you are a secret agent of change. And that when you walk in the room, atmospheres will shift and change. And that demons and devils have to bow down when you walk in the room. I am a secret agent of change. Cancer dries up and dies when you walk in the room. Why? Because you just brought him. You just brought him. He was with you, but now he is in you. That's why he says you and I can lay hands on the sick and they will recover. It's not because me, I, it is because he that dwells within me. Yeah. That's why you and I are a secret agent of change. Hallelujah. And wherever you go, he goes. In the name of Jesus, stand to your feet. Let's pray right there. You're going to be encouraged today because what was with you is now in you. You're going to be encouraged today because how the enemy tries to destroy you and discourage you isn't going to work anymore because you and I have a, re a remembrance that, that he is within me. Hallelujah. He, he is at work in me. He's just working undercover. Right now, everything that is not working in your life that seems to be working wrong, God is working on it, but he's working on it undercover. Hallelujah. And there's about to be an arrest. They, the, the cancer just doesn't know it. There's a, about to be a rest, but diabetes doesn't know it. There's about to be an arrest, but your eyes just don't know it yet. There's about to be an arrest, but the devil doesn't know it yet. Hallelujah. Because there is a, the God that we serve has been working undercover in our life in the name of Jesus. I want to pray a, a, a prayer of blessing over you. I want to pray a prayer of faith over you that you would be encouraged, that you would allow this word to minister to you and to help you and to strengthen you. Father, I pray even right now in the name of Jesus. 
Father, as we call out to you, Lord, I thank you that, Lord, you are a, a God enough that is working undercover in our life. You are God enough that is at work even when we don't see that you're working, even when we don't, when we don't feel like you're working, even, God, when we doesn't look like anything's changing. God, when it doesn't feel like my body's changing it for the better, God, you are at work in our life because you said that you were with them, but now you are in us. And so, Father, I thank you that you will be at work in our life. God, would you just come and be an undercover worker in my life. God, would you would you come and show up in our lives and work undercover in so many ways? And God, soon, that God, there will be a moment where you, where you show up boldly and loudly in our life, where you would flash your badge at, at everything and everyone that would try to destroy us, everything and everyone that would try to, to, to bring us down. You would flash your badge to cancer, to diabetes. You would flash your badge to, to the, my mental state. You would flash your badge to depression that you would flash your badge, oh God, to everything that is at work in my life trying to destroy me and bring me down. We rebuke the enemy even now in the name of Jesus. But I thank you that God, you are big enough that you can work undercover, that you don't have to be seen, that you're not showy, that, that you're not trying to show off, but that God, you're doing things that we cannot see. So Father, do all the work that you can do undercover. But God, we're grateful for the day that you will show up and the shift will take place like it did on the day of Pentecost, but you will show up loudly and proudly, and the Lord, the wonder-working God that we serve, will cause others to wonder, cause others to wonder at the God that we serve and the God that we worship. So, Father, do what only you were able to do in our lives as we surrender ourselves to you. Lord, would you fill your people with the Holy Spirit in this place? Lord, we sang earlier, fill me up, God, fill me up, God. I pray that you would fill us to overflowing, God. Fill us to overflowing. God, give your people a yearning and a desire, God, for the, for the fullness and the baptism of the Holy Spirit, that, God, we would be filled to overflowing with you, filled to overflowing with you. And, God, would you continue to work in us undercover in every aspect of our life? Just show up and flash your badge. Lord, help us to have the full understanding that, that who we house and that we house the presence of the Holy Spirit and that wherever we go, Lord, you go with us. Wherever we go, you go with us. That I just brought my healing with me. I just brought my blessing with me. I just brought breakthrough with me. I just brought every answer I stand in need of with me. It's in me. It's just undercover. So God, we give you the glory and honor. God bless your people as we enjoy the weekend, as we celebrate, as we, as we honor you. And God, as we honor men and women who have died for our sacrifice, God, I pray that you would bless your church. God, as we leave this place, but not your presence, God, bless the week ahead. Bless, these, bless Tuesday's luncheon and bless, bless, bless Thursday's women's ministry, God. And bless us in everything that we put our hand to. Maybe we be reminded that our answer is here. It's just undercover. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ, we give you thanks and praise. Amen and amen. Hallelujah. God bless you. Have a beautiful weekend in Jesus. And remember, it's with you. It's just undercover. Hallelujah.